good Friday evening. Welcome to another edition of the most consistently consistent podcast on the East Coast. Welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkies. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG on this rainy, rainy, rainy Friday here in the DMV. And with me always on a pay Friday at that because Sideline Junkies got paid today. The boss of BJ. What's up, big guy? What's going on with you? What's going on, man? I'm just, I'm, I'm chilling. I'm looking over some things, and I, I know things you wanted to talk about. And I'm first and foremost, I'm gonna give you the floor because it's time for you to gush over your boys. Hey, man, look, I've been a Wizards fan for, and yeah, we we diving right into it. If you've been a Wizards fan, we're gonna we're gonna start with the NBA. You grew up a Wizards fan, Bullets fan, and you know what this team has been through. You know, you've seen the teams and, and um, you know, just not kind of, you know, what, you know what it, what's going to be for the season. It's going to be, you know, barely making the playoffs, retooling for the next season. Um, does Bradley Bill want to stay here? You finally got somebody that can score and put the ball in the hoop, you know, a, a, a verge superstar. I, I, not any disrespect to Brad, but you know, superstar is LeBron is um, Kevin Durant. He's he's on the cusp of that. He can he's he still has more room to get to his ceiling, which is scary. It's good, it's encouraging, and it's scary. But this team right here, your 2021-22 Wizards, ladies and gentlemen, look really, really good. They had a bad loss to the Brooklyn Nets the other night. Um, and, you know, I contribute some of that to nerves and, you know, trying to do too much. They trying to play hero ball, shooting. I don't want to say they shoot too many threes because the, the, the Warriors shoot threes all over the place. You know, it's you got to hit your shots. If they hit some of the shots they were missing, that's a different ball game. So it's a learning experience. But uh, this Wizards team, ladies and gentlemen, your D.C. Washington Wizards is currently – Four and one, and they play Boston tomorrow at five. I believe that is at the Capital One Arena. I want to call it the Verizon Center so bad. And if I really have a brain fart, you'll hit MCI Center. So just don't don't even mind me, okay? <laughs> just call it the phone booth. Yeah, it's the phone booth. But look, listen to me. Kuzma last night with the Hawks, beating the Hawks 122-111. And the Hawks made the East Finals last year. The Hawks ain't no pushover. The Hawks proved last year what a team that has depth can do. They proved last year. If you have people that everybody touch the ball can make a difference, you see what they can do. East finals. Okay? Um, Kuzma, 21 points, 8 rebounds, 8 for 17. Bill, 27, 8 points, 8 assists, 11 for 26 from the floor. Montrez Harrell. 25, 13, and 5. I'm falling in love with Montrez Harrell. Um, 10 for 16. Very efficient on the floor. Very efficient. Uh, KCP, 21, 8, and 2. 7 to 10 shooting. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's exciting because this team, had, this team legitimately has a chance. This is only five games. And I always say when you put an NBA team together, you need 10 to 20 games before this team starts to learn how to play together and start gelling and start understanding everybody are understanding their roles. And for me, this is only going to get better for the Wizards because everybody has a chance to score. And you know how it is with today's NBA. And, you know, I'm not going to get into comparing today's NBA to yesterday's NBA. But today's NBA, you know, your players get kind of down if they don't if they're not incorporated into the offense. Everybody wants to score. And on this team, everybody can score. Everybody can eat. Everybody can eat. And this is no Hachimura. You still don't have Hachimura on the floor. Okay? So that's another, you know, body that can put some, you know, points in the, in the bucket in the paint, rebound, play some defense. So you're still missing a piece. But this right here, and now uh, Daniel Gafford also did not play against the Hawks. So, like, they beat 
Uh, I can't even think. Uh, they beat the Pacers the second game without Bill. Spencer Spencer Dinwiddie went, went off. Um, and I'm looking here. No Dinwiddie either. For the Hawks win last night, no Dinwiddie, no um, Daniel Gafford. Crazy. Crazy. This team is deep, ladies and gentlemen. This Washington Wizards team may be a surprise in the East coming out. Okay? Just like the Bulls, like just like KG's Bulls, DeGary's Bulls, they got they can put a lineup on the floor. All five can score. That's dangerous. That's not Brooklyn where you have to guard Kevin Durant and James Harden. And then you know, and not to say you don't have to worry about anybody else, but those are your your focuses. And yeah, you come to Washington, the focus is Bradley Bill. But here, Kuzma can go off. Harold can go off. KCP can go off. You know, you, you Neto, when he, Neto's hurt a little bit, but he still drops six, five, and five. So you got Avdia. And I know I'm probably saying this name right. I'm going to learn how to say his name. Five points, five rebounds, and assists. Bertans had 10, three for six on a three point shot. KG, this team right here, man, if they're hot, they can be any team in the league. If they're hot, they're hitting a the three-pointer. They hit, you know, they're playing their game. They have to learn. They have to, to play better defense, control the turnovers. Okay. And learn and they have to be more consistent shooting. They out-rebounded the Hawks last night, defensive and offensively. Um, they didn't shoot better. The Hawks shot the Hawks shot 55%. They only shot 46. But three-pointers, they shot 38% to the Hawks 29. KG, these Wizards might be for real. I know it's only five games, and you try to, you know, curb your enthusiasm a little bit and, you know, kind of, you know, all right, it's only five games, but I really like what I see, and I really think that um, we're in for a treat this year in D.C., man. I can agree with you. Um, looking at the text window, the Midnight Rider checking in. He says, KCP done scoring for the next two weeks. Now, I think KCP is a major cog with this team. And looking at the stats from last night, one stat that stands out more than anything, turnovers. They only committed six turnovers. That's that's how you win ball games. Don't turn the ball over. Points in the paint. Is on, was they almost they even 68 to 60. So that's pretty good. But I like this Wizards team because nobody's expecting them to do anything. So when they do do something, it's going to be good. But the thing is, they're going to be a sleeper. They're going to ride through the East and nobody's going to expect them to make much noise. And then they're going to wind up banging the drum. And <clears throat> the Midnight Rider said, man, the Bulls are going to die. Don't let KG hype you up. I'm sorry, the Bulls are going to fade. Brother. We got ourselves another big three reminiscent of the baby bulls era of Derrick Rose, Joe King Noah, who's uh, was honored last night against the Knicks um, and Lou Aldang and those teams. Nobody thought we were going to do anything three years deep into the playoffs, two years in the Eastern Conference Finals, two years, number one overall seed over the Heatles. Only reason why they didn't win the championship. Only reason why they didn't win the championship. One year was Derrick Rose's injury, and we still made the Eastern Conference Finals. Another year, and we did that when Nate Robinson went during his injury. Another year, you already know what it was. I'm not even going to go into it because it's going to seem like, oh, you're being a hate. No, I'm not. We had to play the, the Heat and the refs. It was eight on five. I'm sorry. If you go back and look at some of those games, the calls just went way awry. But anyway, we talking about Wizards. My Bulls will be fine. And I can't wait until they come to town. Because that's going to be, that's got to be a game that you put on TV. That's got to be all over TV. Wizards versus Bulls. Because that was a rivalry that was budding. The Bulls kind of stepped up a little bit more. And the Wizards dropped back. And then sometimes the Wizards will step up and the Bulls will drop back. That's a rivalry that's been budding since 2004 and i've always said i would love to see the wizards and the bulls in the eastern conference finals and i'm not talking old you know one of the teams the ac no i'm talking one and two seed 
it don't matter which way, and they battling for seven games, beating the hell out of each other. That's what I want to see because the Wizards deserve it, and it's about time for the Bulls to come back and be on top. It's been 23 years. So, but these Wizards, man, and you talking about not having full strength, man. I forgot about Hachimura. I'm looking at the box score. I'm like, who's missing? They only went four deep last night. Yep. Four deep. West Unsell Jr., man, he Jackson type ball. You know, they're, they're missing it. Uh, two starters, and they still dispatched the Hawks last night. So it's, it's encouraging, man. Like I said, you know, I don't know what happened in Brooklyn. They got off to a bad start, and that's going to happen. That's any team. The Lakers just lost a 20-something point lead against the Thunder. We're going to get to that game because I got some things to say about the Lakers too. Um, but, man, right now you can feel a little bit of the buzz if you're a Wizards fan. Everybody's looking like, hey, this these boys might be, you know, and look, I ain't talking about, you know, championship or something, but I'm talking about my expectations for this team was 60. But we might be talking top four. We might be talking top four. If they're playing like this and everybody's touching the ball, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna still have to deal with Milwaukee. You're still gonna have to deal with you're still gonna have to deal with Philadelphia. Even though you beat them last night, you're still gonna have to deal with Atlanta. The Heat are still there. So you still have to prove yourself, you know, all these powerhouses in the East, and namely Milwaukee and Brooklyn. You know, you probably talk to uh, NBA people and you ask them, you know, who do you expect in the finals? A lot of people already have Milwaukee and Brooklyn as a shoe-in. You know, that's going to be the East finals. But, you know, I think Philly, you know, going to have something to say about that. Um, and, you know, health health is, is big, and that's going to, you know, play a big factor like always in any sport. And the Hawks are going to have something to say about that because they had something to say about it last year. So, but, it, I, like, I feel good. I feel good watching this team um, do five games. You know, West Sunset Jr. doing a hell of a job. You know, and like I said, this is only five games. I can't wait until they're full strength and they have the lineup together, the, the camaraderie, they're gelling, and you can really see what this team could do. Like, I, I this is – this is just the tip. It's just a tip. This is – they can be really good, man. They that The, the Westbrook trade, you know, like, look, Westbrook is a generational talent, triple-double machine. But, you know, you, that team wasn't going to go nowhere as constructed. They just didn't have the pieces with Bill and Westbrook in the backcourt. You know, you don't – you didn't have a – you know – Hachimura is still emerging. So you didn't you don't have a dominant downforce presence. I would have loved to see a full season of Gafford running with Westbrook. I would have loved to see that. Um, because I, I really thought West helped a lot of people's game here in DC last year. You know, because like you know, you can say all you want about Russ, and I'm gonna say a lot about him in the next segment, but he plays 200 miles an hour. You have to match his intensity. And if you don't, you will get left behind. Offensive, if you guard them, if you're on offense, you know. But um, KG, uh, this Wizards team looking good, and I'm encouraged. I really, you know, I think that uh, I think we are for a treat this season. Indeed, we are. And Ben asked a question, gameplay question. Ha- have you noticed the difference? In gameplay with the new rules, yes, I, I definitely have because I said something about Absolutely. about James Harden. Absolutely have, yes. I, I would love to get back to maybe not '80s basketball per se, but more of a a, a, a '90s. I'll say a mid '90s where you know they they went away with that checking where you couldn't put the forearm on, but you could put the hand on, and that that was very effective for. A lot of players, a lot of players, Randy Brown, um, Hayward Workman, you know, they, they made livings being defensive stoppers, Pete Myers, because they were able to kind of strong arm you with that one hand and hand check. Once they did away with the hand check and that, that just opened the floodgates. And now you're, you're kind of sort of 
still opening the floodgates because the Wizards scored 135 the other night. But I want to see some defense played too. And I want to see defense played the correct way. And what with that is something that I tell Dario all the time. You block a shot, keep it in play. Block a shot and, and try to keep it in play. Try to grab it and start the break and then go run. That's, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Bill Russell guy. And listening to him speak about defense when I was younger became, you know, my philosophy. If I block a shot, yeah, it's great to block it up in the 10th row. But it's even better if you can block it, get your hands on it, start to break, and then run the floor and finish. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I like it. I'm, I'm just hoping they just keep evolving because it's going to separate the wheat from the chaff. You got guys, you know, Harden's a, a, a vicious dude, man. Harden's vicious. But here's my thing. You shouldn't have to get to the line 20 times a game to be the most efficient scorer. I can see you getting normal foul calls and you getting to the line, uh, you know, 10, 12, maybe even 14 times in the game. But these rule changes shouldn't affect your play. <laughs> Raptors win three and three. Anything's possible. <laughs> Raptors got to. And to what something Ben said earlier in the text window, KCP done scoring for the next two weeks. And here, here's something that, you know, I think this is across the, the NBA as a whole. I don't think any of these guys are built for what we saw in the early 2000s and the 90s where it's it's on one or two dudes. Like, Kevin Durant can do it. Um, Giannis can. I don't – like, Harden, he just gave that up. He just gave up on Houston. I don't think these guys want to score. So, like, even if KCP is struggling, it's not his job to score in this team. If he scores, it's a bonus. You still got the pecking order, which is probably Bill, Dinwiddle, um, Kuzma, Harrell. KCP is your fourth, fifth, sixth option of scoring. You still got Bertans. You know, I would put it Bertans in front of KCP. KCP is anything he gives you on offense is a plus. You know, defensively is where you need him to shine. And, and I know the other night, um, I can't think of the boy name. He was getting cooked. Brogdon from uh, the Pacers. Brogdon was had hit had KCP in a blender. Couldn't do nothing with him. And, and, and you know that's the NBA. Just be like that some nights. But that's the beautiful thing. You don't need KCP. He could disappear for the next two weeks. Just play your defense because you still got everybody else that can score. You know, like I said, you got Bill Kuzma, Dinwiddle, you know, uh, Harrell. You don't. That pressure's not on you anymore. And, you know, now James Harden doesn't have that pressure of holding and, and carrying Houston. He didn't want it, you know. Um, all the guys that went to the, to the Lakers, you know, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard teaming up. It's not, you know, it takes the pressure off you. That pressure is a, is a, is a, is a, is a you know what. You're getting that pressure cooking. You can't handle that pressure of carrying the team and being responsible the win loses, the win or losses are on you because you didn't perform versus having a team where it's spread out and, you know, everybody takes a share. And I think that's what these players want, man. It's, it's just not a lot of guys built for that no more. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Um, and you, you mentioned the Lakers. Who, boy, the Lakers, the Lakers, the L.A. Lakers. Um, Lakers, the Lakers, the Lakers. Oh, my God. Go ahead, like Star you, KG. <laughs> like you said, night before last, gave up a 22-point lead to the to the, um, <laughs> to the the Thunder. Ben say, watch it. Uh, they beat the Spurs on Tuesday, 125-121 at OT. Beat uh, the Grizzlies, 121-118. Lost to the Suns by 10. Lost to... The Warriors by ten by seven. I'm sorry, first game of the season. So they came out the gate zero and two. Uh, they get themselves to what's that? Two and three, and they got the Cavaliers tonight. Mm, about an hour. Um, out in L.A. They like you said, L.A. has to play together. And LeBron James has been out, um, but he's been so instrumental on the sidelines and. One thing LeBron to do, LeBron to keep his guys' confidence up. 
And he said he said something to Russ. You know, don't worry about it. Game's done. Don't worry about what happened. If Anthony Davis can stay healthy and not be Mr. Glass, the Lakers will be okay. But regardless, I think LeBron can lift this team and take them to the next level. You know, a healthy LeBron. But it seems like, I don't know. It's like you get near LeBron. Now he's hurt multiple times. Oh, somebody, what was it last year? Uh, was that year before last? Um, Somebody rolled up on his ankle. He was out. AD was out last year. LeBron was hurt last year. So they didn't do anything. They didn't get out the first round last year. And a lot of people are saying, well, you know, this is tarnishing LeBron's legacy playing with the Lakers. No, it's not. I mean, he took, now, granted, it was a young LeBron. He took a mop, a bucket, a trash can, Delonte West, and Mo Williams to the finals. He also took Cleveland to the finals on his back. I don't care what anybody says. I'm not counting out the Lakers. And yes, Ben, LeBron does have a lot of miles on those legs to only be 36. Well, no, he's 35. 35, get ready to turn 36. His birthday coming up in uh, December, December 31st. Yes, I remember LeBron's birthday. Just like I remember Michael Jordan's birthday and Dennis Rodman's birthday. Please miss me. <clears throat> I believe in showing love to people on their birthday. Um, but don't wave the, the, the white flag just yet. I'm sorry, LeBron turns 30, 37 on the 30th of December. Don't wave the white flag for the Lakers just yet. It's shaky, but how didn't uh didn't the Heatles start out shaky? Uh that's a that's a I don't want to call that a bad comparison because this is this is a totally different situation. You have and you know what I just I don't I don't even know where to start with the Lakers. Okay. You have a player where he's going to have to learn how to play a completely different way than what he's used to in Russell Westbrook. What he does, what he's done, what he did in Washington, and what he's what he did in OKC is not going to propel that team. The stat stuffing is it's just not going to work. His energy. Him getting to the rack and being active on defense is what they need him to do. Um, you have another player in Carmelo Anthony. You know, Carmelo Anthony set out for a year. You can, you know, think whatever you want about Carmelo Anthony. Um, he's a tad selfish. He proved it, you know, last his last couple years in the league. Um, he, it's a reason he set out for a year. I, don't forget the comment he made when he was in OKC about coming off the bench. And that's, that's what he's doing. That year off humbled him a little bit. Just a tad. Okay? You can – and it, this, is the, this is the good thing. I don't want to knock on all the bad stuff because I'm going to get back to Russell Westbrook in a minute. Carmelo, he's just as old as LeBron, I believe. You know, you don't have to do everything by yourself. Just what I was saying with the Wizards – about not having the pressure on, you got you got guys that they were their team. Anthony Davis, Kurt, you know that he was, you know he was the, the focal point. LeBron James has always been the focal point. Carmelo on his teams, focal point. Russ, focal point. So now you have it where you can break it up, and they it's going to take them a minute to figure out how to figure how to play together. And what needs to be done? Um, before I get back to Russell and what happened, you know, between him and OKC, um, and this is this is this is coming from a LeBron James fan. Okay, I love LeBron James, but I think for the first time in his career, the Lakers, and this is something you know, if you're the Lakers GM. You have to you really have to see what you have in Anthony Davis this year because the Lakers cannot go forward with this team unless this is Anthony Davis's team. 
Okay, that's just my opinion. This has to be Anthony Davis's team. It, the, the offense has to go through him for this team to be successful. LeBron's going to be LeBron. But like Ben said, it's a lot of miles on them legs. And we know what we've seen it over and over again in all the sports. We've seen Kobe get injured late in his career. Rivera from the Yankees. We've seen a lot of guys go down late in the career. Just simple routine moves they make all the time. And they've been going for so long, them legs just give out. So if anybody deserves load management, it's LeBron James. I'll say that. You got Russ. Russ, 100 miles an hour all day, every day. You got Melo. You know, you got some pieces on the team. The other guys are going to have to step up. But this is this is Anthony Davis's time to shine. Because, like I said, I can't – if I'm the Lakers GM, if he get hurt again this year, because he had a scary incident the other night holding his knee and stuff. But if, if I'm the Lakers GM, I just can't pony up super max superstar money for Anthony Davis, and he only playing 40 and 50 games. I can't do it. I just can't do it. I can't do it. Um, I, I'm going to go back to Russ and – the incident the other night where he was mad. I, I don't know the boy names for OKC, but he was mad. And they lost a 22 or 26 point lead. And Russ had a quadruple double because he had 10 turnovers. And Russ was mad because the kids stole the ball, made a layup. And I'm just so, I'm so tired of this participation trophy type BS. I really am. Like, if you're mad that he stole the ball and made a layup, then how about you not have 10 turnovers? All right, when, I'm not going to get into the whole – because Stephen A. Smith went it with him when, you know, about his playoff play and him not, you know, performing, and then it turned into, oh, I'm a champion in life. No, I don't care about Russell Westbrook off the court. That's not what I get to see. That's not what I tune in when I watch the Lakers. I don't to see, you know, what he's doing with his children, how good of a father he is. It's none of my business. My business is on the court and his performance on the court. And it's just, it angered me to see him get mad because you lost a 20-point lead. You lost it. You lost it. You get paid to play just like he do. And if it's an opportunity to score up 20, up 2, you score. Stop with this sportsmanship stuff. Stop it. And KG, I know you remember this game. This is a throwback. When Gibbs was here and the Patriots came to town and aired the ball out and put, I think they put 50-something here. You remember that? Yes, sir, I do. And Gibbs said, we put ourselves in that position. We got to play better. And that's, and, right. that's, and that's what it is. If you don't want a team to come in your house or you don't want to get embarrassed, you play. You play hard. And I and, and I can't sit here and say Russ doesn't play hard because he plays hard. But don't get mad at that kid because he putting a layup up. I mean, it's so much more that goes into that. You don't know if he, he get extra extra money for whatever he's going, whatever incentives he's going. I mean, because at the end of the day, it's a business, right? It is. So now, Here's the thing. Now, Ben says it was, uh, I believe that Breezley dunked it and swung on the rim, but Westbrook was wrong. It's an unwritten rule. You know, if you up by a blowout, you got the ball, you just hold it, let the clock run out. You know, you don't – it's kind of sort of adding insult to injury. And I've seen guys fight over stuff like that. I've seen guys swing on, you know, on another guy. For whatever reason, because, you know, they they like, hey, why would you do that? This game is already over. Why would you do something like that? And then it's like, boom. Next thing you know, they they, they rumbling. They tussling. So I, I get Russ, where Russ is coming from, but he can't be mad because you put yourself in the situation. You put, I mean, the team put themselves in that situation to be blown out like that. All you have to do when you got a 20-point lead is keep 
pouring it on. That's it. B, make it make sense, man. It's not going make to it make sense. sense. It's not going to make sense because Russell Westbrook was wrong. If you don't want to be in that position, and it's like it's it's just boil over frustrating from losing that twenty point lead. If you don't lose that 20-point lead, you're not in a position where he takes the ball. And if he did swing on the rim, so what? So what? Stop him. Nobody ran after him. Okay, because you could counteract that. If you're worried about that, then go run down and hard foul him. Take a flagrant. If you got these these unwritten rules... Then go run and take a flagrant. Nobody, nobody even tried. The thing is, guys have ran and done that and taken the flagrant, but the guy that takes that that winds up getting fouled winds up getting seriously injured. You know, because somebody wants to go hard. And well, yeah. Uh Ben says absolutely Russ was mad because he knew it was his fault. Yes, he and abs- absolutely. Russell Absolutely. Westbrook has to stop turning the ball over so much. He that's the biggest to. fault flaw in his game. He has to. And and that's that's what I'm it's just like part of that lead being blown is your fault. That's your part of that's your fault. And that's where the frustration boiled over for him. Like that's your fault, kid. You know? So we'll see. But I think they play again this weekend or next week. So that's gonna be interesting to see that game. But I agree. I forgot where I heard which show I heard it on. And you have to excuse me because I listened to so many shows. I forgot who said it, but they said they made a really good point. The Lakers are just not intimidating. They're not intimidating. You, you, you know who the Lakers are? And now you talk about throwback. This is a throwback. You remember NBA Streets Volume 2. You remember the old cat? They used to walk on the court with the, the knee braces and all that. And he would limp on the court. And everybody was like, oh, he's not intimidating. But then when he got on the court, he was hitting you with everything, throwing the ball off the backboard, bounce the joint, and rolling down court. He would dog the hell out of you in NBA streets. He was one of the hardest characters to beat. That has to be the Lakers right now. Make everybody, oh, yeah, man, we going to hit play the Lakers. That's the thing. You, you, you have certain organizations in sports that – you fear the Packers, the Lakers, the Celtics, uh, 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 New England. The, just the, the mere mention of them, it, it, it's a fear. The Lakers are no longer fear. You know, they're, they're no longer being feared. So you know what has to happen? LeBron has to go back to being that bad guy. And, you know, when you talk trash to all the bullies around the league, everybody, you know, your brother's – feel confident because you can talk trash to the bully so they can do it too. The Lakers can reel off 20, 25 straight wins if they really wanted to, but they got to want it. They have, yes, the oldest squad in the league, but the amount of talent they have on that squad is unbelievable. You have so many guys that are, that were the guy, and now that you know they're kind of playing a relaxed role, but you can't relax in 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 this role. You got to run with it. Like you got Carmelo, Trevor Reese's on that on on that squad. He's hurt. You got Kent Bazemore, Avery Bradley's back, AD, Wayne Ellington. Uh, uh, uh what's that? Um, um, Dwight Howard, of course, LeBron, DeAndre Jordan, Malik Monk. You know, Rondo, West, Westbrook, you got guys that can ball, but you got to learn how to ball together. I think Rondo will be a better fit starting than Russell, Russell Westbrook. I really, really, really believe that. I think Rondo will way, be a way better starter, control game than what Russell – if you bring Russell – and, and and I know he's not gonna go for that, but if you bring Russell and Melo off the bench on the second unit, just like I was talking about a couple shows ago with the Wizards, you're not gonna go head to head with Brooklyn with their superstars, especially once they start get going 
watch James Harden adjust his game, get back to scoring. You're not going to score toe-to-toe with both of them. But what what uh, outside those two guys, who's else going to show up? Because we got – we can go six, seven deep that can score 20. So outside of that, who is going to come and play? And, and that's, that's what the Lakers have to figure out. And I just – I feel like the Suns are the team – to beat in the West. I feel like it's going to be a Suns-Denver um, West Finals. I just – I don't have no faith in the Clippers. The Clippers have to show me something, and Kawhi has to play. And I just don't have no faith in them. The Lakers, I just see this getting bad. I just see this not working out. Them probably having to cut somebody or trade somebody before the deadline that's not working out, you know, Maybe Russ, <laughs> you know, I just, you know, because LeBron and AD aren't going anywhere. You know, I can see Melo, you know, getting cut. It's not working out or whatever the case is. But I just don't see that team beating Phoenix. You know, Denver, Denver lost Murray last year to, uh, I believe it was ACL. Yeah, ACL. I, I if, they're health, if they're healthy with the Joker, I just don't see them. Anthony Davis ain't banging with the Joker down low. He's not he, – he is a down low guy, but he's more of a hybrid. Like, you got banging with the Joker down low. That's – you know, he don't, he don't see that every night. Like, we, we're not talking about the 90s NBA where the center's bang. You got to see Ewan, Olajuwon, Matumbo. You know, you got bang with Carl Malone, Sean Kemp. It ain't that down low presence no more like that. You know? No. You, no, I just don't see them. I think they'll get some rhythm. I think it'll help a lot when LeBron James come back and gives that team a little bit more balance. And I think they need this right now to play without LeBron James to see where everybody is. Because, you know, of course, Russ and Carmelo have played together before, but nobody's played with, you know, Anthony Davis. So everybody got to get accustomed to each other. But I, I just don't – I think Phoenix, you know – Devin Booker, Chris Paul, give me Chris Paul or Russell Westbrook any day. Any day. I just think that's a well-balanced team, and I'm excited to see what Denver's going to do. I just don't think – I don't see the Lakers leaving the second round. Well, Ben says, give it 20 games. This will work itself out. Relax. That's coming from the Midnight Rider. he says relax. I hear, I hear him. I just <clears throat> I just feel like even once they get in stride, they just I don't think they're gonna have enough gas to to deal with the Suns or the, the um the Suns, Denver, and I'm missing the team. I'm so sorry. I can't remember the other team. Um it'll come to me. I don't know why I can't remember the other Western Conference team. Uh that's what happens when you are an old man. Utah. Utah, thank you. Yeah. That was Utah. the midnight rider chiming in. Always yeah. on time. Yep, Utah. Thank you. I just I think when it comes down to it, and like these things have to be proved. We know LeBron James can go a whole season. Carmelo has, you know, locker room issues, but Carmelo's durable. Carmelo hasn't been hurt. He he more Russ plays. Okay. I just think it's at the point where do you have enough gas to deal with the Suns? Do you have enough gas to deal with Denver? I, and I, the answer for me is no, because Anthony Davis hasn't proved he can stay healthy a whole season. And if I'm calculating, you know, my calculator be off sometime, but if my calculations are correct, this has to turn into Anthony Davis' team. He has to be the number one, LeBron two, and then whoever – and that order goes behind them. LeBron, the, the miles on the legs and the age is not, I don't think it's going to allow him to be the number one and, and carry the team night in and night out. That has to be Anthony Davis. I, I just don't think his body can deal with it. At some point, you, he's, you know, I don't, I don't wish it on him, but I, I expect to see him in street clothes. <laughs> the Midnight Rider chimed in the text window and said Phoenix is Milly Vanilli. Not worried about them. Girl, you know it's true. Oh man. <laughs> hey, we go it's gonna be like I said, we only five games in. We got full season. 
it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how the West plays out. All right. Now, we, we got to get ready to get out of here, but really, really quick, really, really quick. I, I, I know this is like a curveball because this wasn't even in show notes, but I meant to ask you. I asked earlier in the sideline junkies chat. I want to know what you think about um, MLB talking about getting rid of the Atlanta Braves chop. Uh, are we really going to do that? Something that's been synonymous with FSU football as well as Atlanta Braves baseball for 30 some odd years. Are we really going to get do away with something like that? Because think, now it's offensive. I think we're at a point now where if people feel like they can get traction and make a big stink about something, they're going to do it. And it's sad that it's, it's even entertained. Just like the people that got the Washington football team name change, they've been honking at that since I've been alive. Mm-hmm. And what are y'all doing now? What What is your life consist of now? Name change. What are you going to do now? You've been complaining all these years, name change. You don't have nothing to do now. I think at some point it ha- this has to stop. And I love what Dave Chappelle is doing right now, putting his foot down. He's putting his foot down. A lot of people are standing behind him. It's this cancel culture and, oh, this is offensive. If it's offensive to you, stop watching it. Don't watch Save the Brave it. games. Don't go to the – don't watch the Seminole games. Go find something else to do. I bought me my daughter these, this cute box of – it's a four-pack Betty Crocker mug treats. You can make cakes in a mug. That's something for you to do. Go peel an orange. Like for real, I this is it's ridiculous. The the top <laughs> is offensive. Mm-hmm. Michael Did Myers you? killed uh 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 um I don't know if it was a gay or bisexual dude. Yeah, they, they were a gay couple. Oh my goodness! And now that's trending online. People are offended by that. But you want to know something funny, B? Oh my goodness! They had the most. They didn't have the most gruesome murder. I'm not going to tell it, but they, they their murder wasn't the most gruesome in the movie. It was just a, okay, you in my house, bang, you did. That's it. It was, it was another, oh my God, did he have to murder them like that? Michael Myers ain't got no daggone cut cards. Michael Myers don't give a shit. And that's, and that's the thing. It's just like, are y'all supposed to be excluded? Is, is a certain type of community supposed to be excluded? No, this is, it's getting out of hand. And like I said, it is definitely time to kind of put your foot down on this stuff. Like, it's just ridiculous. Well, uh, the Midnight Rider chimed in. He said, this is people manipulating the moment. This people need these these movements to feel like they are making change, but we haven't changed people's actions. Oh, my God. That is absolutely right. Most definitely. Like, I mean, I'm all about inclusion. I include everybody. I don't what you do with your body parts behind closed doors is on you. You're not hurting me. You ain't hurting my kids. You ain't hurting my family. Okay. You you ain't hurting nobody's kids. You know, you just doing what you do. Hey, consenting adults do what they do. That's what being an adult is doing. That's why we all do. And nobody can tell us no. That's why we do these things. That's why we grow up. But now we got to pay bills. But do what you do that makes you happy, but stop stepping on other people because, oh, I don't like that. It's a whole lot of stuff that I don't like, but I don't knock nobody for doing it because I don't like it. That's your thing. Hey, baby, you ain't hurting me. You're not hurting nobody. You doing your thing. You It doesn't make you happy. It makes you, then damn it, it makes me happy if it makes you happy. Ah. Uh. The Midnight Rider said, this is frivolous change that impacts nothing. Agreed. It's, it's, Agreed. It's the, it's the same thing as when Michael Vick got in trouble with the dogs and that district attorney couldn't wait. Couldn't wait to put his name on that. He couldn't wait. Oh, this is Michael Vick. This is going to make my name blow up. Just like the whole Congress wanting to uh, bring the Washington football team officials in to, um, 
testify. Like, don't waste taxpayers' money. We can we can do a better investigation without y'all. Y'all are just completely. This is just for you. You get your face in front of the camera. Everybody, you know. You, oh, this is the NFL. So people are going to watch this. It, people are going to play clips of this. They're going to know my name. Then I can run for Senate. <laughs> That's what this is. This is it's a, it's a like Ben said. It's, it impacts nothing. If the chomps stop stop tomorrow. You still got homeless people, kids not eating. You got schools turning away kids because they owe lunch money. They're not letting them eat. But you're worried about a chomp in a damn stadium. Get out of here, man. Damn right. Last but not least. Last but not least. I had I needed to hear what you had to say because I knew you were going to bring the fire. And even Ben said it. Preach, BJ. Damn right. Now. Way too early predictions. Now, this is way too early. Like, this is something that's, it don't matter what sport. Give me a way too early prediction from you. Way too early prediction from me. Oh, man. Any sport? Any sport. I think you see the Lakers exit in the first round. Mm. Mm. I think you see the Lakers exit the first round, and it's going to be. I know. I'm talking about the Lakers. Are you a Lakers fan? We can't be a Lakers fan. We got to talk about that off here. But, but <laughs> now I, um, I, I don't see the Lakers making it past the second. Um, and I, I I'm a, I'm gonna throw something Wizards fans way. I, I see. I see the Wizards being top four in the East. I, I really see that, man. I really see – I like the way the Wizards are playing, top four in the East. And football, I want to throw one out football-wise. Um, too early prediction. <sighs> For football, I think you're going to see a Tennessee – and Cleveland AFC Championship. Ooh. Ooh. That would be – I think that might be go down as one of the greatest AFC Championship games because it's unexpected. I like yeah. that. I, I, I think you're going to see a Cleveland – because the way they're playing, I think you might see them two teams meet up, barring any injuries or, um, you know, and I, and they, yeah, I'm not – I excluded my Buffalo Bills at the AFC Championship right now. But I – we, we're just talking about right now, as of right now, right? What about and, uh, well? Ben says Lakers NBA champs in six. Arizona falls to a wild card. Wow, and that's that's a hell of a fall because they number one in the NFC. So that that means they would go from one to about five or six because that's the wild cards, five or six. Wow, that's that that's a pretty far fall. So. I, I, I mm, that's a way too early prediction, but we we definitely got to keep those written down. Uh, for me, I'm gonna go. I got one for baseball. I think Atlanta is gonna win the World Series. That's too early because you don't know what's gonna happen. Now, what are we on game four coming up? I think. I, I I know I missed game two. Once you miss one game, man, it's like you miss everything. Um, okay, we coming up to game. We in game three right now, and the Braves up one nothing. I think the Braves will win this. The Braves will win the World Series in seven. That's too early to tell because we're only three games in. Uh, secondly, the Caps are for real this year. They are playing some damn good hockey. They uh they won again tonight. And here's the thing. Technically, they haven't lost the game. They're 5-0-3. They beat the Coyotes tonight 2 to nothing. And they play again Monday. The Caps are balling. They, 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 I'm loving the way that they're playing. And they're still second in the Metropolitan Division. But the Caps are for real this year. We might send Ovi home with another Stanley Cup. So that that's two. And the third one, after the bye week, you'll see a totally different Washington football team. And I'm not talking about personnel changes. I'm talking about scheme, technique, everything. 
I think it's going to start this Sunday. Is the the seeds have been planted, and the seeds were planted against uh Green Bay, which is a winnable game. The seeds were planted. You're going to start seeing fruit from those seeds this week and after the buyer. Really after the buyer, you're going to see flashes this week, and I I will talk about that more on Sunday. But Washington will be a better team and a different team after the bye week. And the midnight ride in the text window said Caps win the Metro. I, I shit yeah, yes, because they are they are playing, and I mean really playing. So that's way too early predictions. Well, for the balls, BJ, up oh, there you go. Yeah, I'm here. You got anything to say before we get out of here? Nah, man, it's time for us to get out of here. Friday freestyle's over. And uh, I'm getting ready to listen to the WrestleManiacs for tomorrow night, man. So that's it. Most definitely. Uh, to everyone that joined, especially the Midnight Rider, on time as usual, whether he's sitting in studio, he in the text window, always coming through. Appreciate it. Most definitely. Uh, for me, I will see you guys tomorrow night. Saturday night WrestleManiacs with the People's Choice Don Rodriguez, the newbie and Sumo James. I'm gonna actually do some homework tonight and actually sit down and watch wrestling. I normally just get clips, but I'm gonna actually sit down and watch it. So I'm I'm not too busy this week. But for the boss BJ, the Midnight Rider Ben, I'm the big guy KG. Thank you for listening to the consistently consistent podcast. Uh, that is the sideline junkies. We don't do no overtime. We are out of here.